everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Byword Show. So glad you're here. Excited today to introduce you to Emma Fabros. We have been connecting on Instagram lately and Honestly, I'm such a big fan of yours already, Emma. I was just telling her before we hit record how excited I am to actually get to sit down and just hear more about her story and what she's doing because she's doing some really amazing things. So you guys know the drill. Hit pause, take a screenshot of the episode, tag us to let us know you were here, and then come back so we can dive right in. Okay, Emma, before we dive into the conversation, would you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do for those who don't know you yet? Yes, absolutely. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. I'm so pumped to be here chatting. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Emma Savros. I'm 22. I live in Southern California. Um, and I graduated college not that long ago, maybe fall 2021. Um, so maybe a little bit ago now. <laughs> um, but graduated with a degree in PR and a minor in physical studies. And during my time in college, I actually started a virtual assistant business um, in 2020. So that's kind of how I got started in the whole online entrepreneurship space. And so I've been doing social media work, entrepreneurship work for the past three years um, and doing like social media services, engagement specialist things, all of that jazz. But I kind of felt like I wanted to do more or more so felt a calling to do more. And so January 2023, so not too long ago, I launched Because She's Whole. And um, Because She's Whole is an online ministry community that I have. And it's really just meant to be a space for young women. And we're there to inspire, to, I don't know, to help people love others better, to embrace themselves, to embrace others. And that's been my whole new thing. It's my biggest passion project at the moment. So yeah, that's a little bit about why I'm here today. <laughs> that is so cool. First of all, I just have to say PR and biblical studies is like the coolest combo I've ever heard of. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> it's actually, so I went to Biola University and one of the things I have there is that when you pick a major, you automatically are required to take 30 credits of biblical studies and so okay I, I'm, I don't want to like come off that I like immediately chose it but I couldn't be more grateful for, <laughs> for that requirement because <laughs> it's it changed everything for me oh I'm sure especially with like and I, I would love to hear more about because she's whole because I feel like especially in the social media world I'm sure you see it all the time but it's like very social media world or we're talking about the Bible. It's like, right. I see now how it's merging more and more. And there are a lot of really great Christian social media influencers and presences and communities. It's really cool to see, but it is fairly new having those conversations be one in the same. Like, how do we show up on social media and encourage and love like Jesus and do the things that we're called to do? And so yeah. I think it's really amazing that you have just created this space for women to do just that, especially in your 20s. You're so young and doing all of this. And I mean, we're, we're going to get into all the things. But <laughs> as we're starting out, will you just tell us a little bit more about Because She's Whole? Like, what's the heart behind it? How did it get started? And then how do you, through this community, like really help women embrace the wholeness of who they are? Yeah, absolutely. Well, kind of as I mentioned before, I doing entrepreneurship things in the online space was like the first big quote unquote risk I've like 
ever taken, right? I'm very cookie cutter, like follower of the instructions. And so to do something that's kind of completely out of the norm wasn't initially a dream I've always had on my heart. Um, but the Lord mm-hmm. kind of just took a shot in the dark and made it a self-sustaining career. But I knew from the get-go that I was like, I'm here as a gift. And I feel like there's a calling to do more in the social media space specifically. Um, kind of as you were saying earlier, social media can be a very dark, a very dark place. And because I kind of had that education, but also a love for it, I felt like, well, I think social media is also a space for ministry, right? And that's where I can really speak to people and get the opportunity to connect with people I never would have um, without the internet, without social media platforms. And so I was like looking forward to whenever that was going to happen. Like I was doing my virtual assistant business stuff, knowing there was something bigger in the future, but we were waiting on God for clearer instructions (laughs) on what that looked like. Um, And then I would say, what was it? Maybe summer summer 2022 I just felt like a shift um and specifically Mm -hmm. it was like a moment I was driving in the car worship music was like blaring talking to Jesus all the good things and I just felt like him be like okay Emma I want you to go out and make disciples and teach women like about me like I want you to create a safe space for me um and for other women um and I felt that so strongly and that was one of the first instances of my life where I felt like that was a clear instruction to go you know because mm-hmm. sometimes you feel like you hear the Lord but you're like was that me or was that <laughs> yeah <laughs> was oh that yeah <laughs> and but I was like no that was like an instruction to do that um and so I was like okay I listened and was waiting for like a couple months after that because I was like I don't necessarily know in full transparency like what that means mm-hmm. nor like what that looks like Um, but it came to the point where I just like, couldn't shake that feeling of, I need to make some kind of action. Like I just need to step out and create something. Um, and God will help clarify that dream (laughs) along the way. And so I hired a business coach and she really helped me kind of niche down what Because She Soul Mm. is today. And kind of the like twofold answer to that question is that Because She Soul roots from a very personal place because um, for a big majority of my life and up to this, like now, I still struggle with really embracing who the Lord created me to be in my entirety, right? Um, I've always kind of felt like Emma is like one thing and one thing only. And if she's not that one mm-hmm. standard, then she's not worthy of love and she's not who people nor Jesus expect her to be. Um, and so that's kind of been a struggle I've walked with my whole life. And so when kind of dreaming up because she's whole, I was like, well, this is so prevalent in my life. And I don't think I'm the only person that really struggles with identity and worth and purpose. And so maybe because she's told really just meant to be a community that invites people and friends alongside me. It's not a community that has like all the answers per se, but it's really more about embracing women as they are and coming alongside them and being a friend to them in that space in that journey because I felt like that's what I could have used at a younger age for sure. So um, I guess really it's just about opening the conversation and making sure people know that they're not alone if they do feel the same way that I have. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's so good. 
I was going to say the same thing. I feel like that's what I would have wanted in my early 20s. I mean, mm. I'm still in my 20s. I'll be 30 next year. So I feel like we're <laughs> like holding on to the 20s. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like it, it really does make such a huge difference, especially in your early 20s. I just feel like you're in this really interesting space of, okay, you're stepping into the season of adulthood and you're figuring out who you are. But like you said, some people have expectations for you. You're hearing all of these voices telling you the standards that you need to meet, what you need to do, what you need to look like, what your path should look like, your timeline yeah. should look like. And that is so overwhelming, or at least it was for me in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. I put so much pressure on myself and I spent so much time, I'm talking years, <laughs> just trying to figure out who I was and feeling like I have to be perfect. I have to have it figured out. I have to know what I'm going to be doing with my life because all these people are asking me once I've graduated high school and all of that. And so I just think it's really special that you've created a space, especially on social media, for women to come and figure out that space and that time in life when, when you really do have, and I mean, you talk about this, how your twenties really should be a time to feel free to explore yourself, to figure out what God's calling you to do. And not so much of like, oh my gosh, I need to be complete on my like 10 year plan. I need to know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And it's just, it's just so not <laughs> that way. So what has it been like for you kind of going through that transition from early 20? I mean, you're still in your early 20s, but feeling this pressure of like, these are the expectations. These are the standards I feel like I have to meet. And I really relate to you how you said, if I can't be this thing, then who am I? Like, what am I doing? I failed. I'm not accepted. I can't be loved. I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. And then now feeling like you have this freedom to just explore in partnership with God too, which is amazing. And then help other women experience the same just freedom and permission to do that as well. Yeah. It's been a big like debunking of belief. I don't know if I said that right, but I think that's mm. the word. <laughs> but I think for most of us, if not all of us, I mean, you grow up in school and it's like, okay, the cookie cutter step-by-step -step plan is you go to school, you go to college, graduate, get a job, and then, you know, you work for 30, 40 years, retire. And then that's your time to thrive. That's your time to rest. And I was like, right. great. Like, I had no other, you know, vision for my life um, except for what that mold was preached to me. And so I was fine with that in all honesty. But, I mean, I think everyone kind of has that small voice in their head of like, but could it look different? But there's not a lot of people that kind of, share about alternative options for you, right? Especially mm -hmm. when you're in that like high school, college stage of life, you're like, okay, I'll yeah. just get the next best thing that you just kind of end up settling for, right? Because you don't know what else to do. And so for myself, um, I was in college when the pandemic happened. And so I think that played mm -hmm. a huge role in just like everyone slowed down. And you really just stopped and had all the time in the world to think and almost like re-strategize, right. reinvent what your life looked like at that time. And so it wasn't until I was 20 where I like, I mean, it was a divine TikTok. I'll just say like, it wasn't an accident <laughs> that God was like, here's a video <laughs> of a girl that's talking about how her life was completely transformed because she started like her own business. And she decided that there was more to life than just like sitting in a corporate 
cubicle. And if that's your jam, then you go. I just knew for myself, like, that wasn't maybe ideal. Or maybe it was at least worth exploring other options if they were available to me. And so I kind of like that was the first instance where I kind of realized, oh, maybe my life could look different than what I've been told it could look like. And so it's been that process of rewriting beliefs because now that I'm kind of in this space where I have time freedom, like I have location freedom mm-hmm. for work, like I'm able to, you know, spend time doing things I want to do throughout my like nine to five time like that's a crazy thing and that's not something that's like completely normalized yet I would say and so as I'm kind of debunking those beliefs of what the should be I'm also at the same time learning the how and that's a really (laughs) tough place to be in sometimes because as much as it is so rewarding and so exciting to do something new it's also like I understand not a lot of people get it, you know, and you are met with questions you don't have answers to a lot of the time. And so for myself, and I can't speak for everyone, it's very much that process of like, I'm walking blindly, like I have a foundation of what I'm doing, I think, but to be quite honest, like, big vision, where do I see myself in 10 years? Like, I can't answer that. And I think that is, you know, something that can be met with, like, you know, like, are you sure you're doing the right thing? But I think when it comes back to being in your 20s, and it really is this message of you don't have to have it all figured out right now. And I almost think it's wrong to expect 20 year olds to have their life figured out if this is the first time in your life where you're actually given the time and the resources to explore an adventure, then how are you going to know the answers? You know, so it's been a very scary time but in the most beautiful rewarding way because without that risk and without pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone then you wouldn't be greeted with the lord's abundance and you wouldn't give him a chance to work and show you his giftings in those ways you know um so it's (laughs) it's been an up and down roller coaster but i really wouldn't trade it for anything else i relate to that so so deeply (laughs) i just remember being in my early 20s and growing up feeling like the same, you know, I'm expected to graduate high school, go to college, get my degree, get a job, have a family, work and then retire and, you know, just do the traditional thing, which again, there's nothing wrong with. But to me, I did have that little like voice saying, what if there's more? Like, what about this? What about this? And I'm like type A planner to the T, like, no, I need to have everything under control. So it is scary. It is. But I, I would say, honestly, in the recent years of my life, maybe the past two, three years, or even since the pandemic, I've just really started to reevaluate that for myself as well. And I think what you said about debunking beliefs is so spot on, because I think that's really what the whole process is, or at least it has been in my journey with the Lord is like, every time I met with a challenge, it's an opportunity for for me to say, okay, like, what do I really believe about yeah. God, about his plan for my life, about myself, about my situation, whatever it may be. And to be honest, like, it is scary, but it activates my faith in a way that mm-hmm. going the normal path would not have for me personally. And so as challenging as it is, because it is, I mean, stepping out and going against the flow and doing something that people are like, 
what you work on social media? Like, what do you do? <laughs> it's, it's hard sometimes to feel like I don't know how to explain myself because I don't have the 10 year plan. Yeah. I'm just doing the next step that I feel like God is calling me to do. And that's all I've got that's for it. you. <laughs> but that's really, it is really special because then you do, you do experience God in such a special way that you don't, whenever you just do what you feel like you should, which you mentioned before. Right. And I feel like that's such a trap is just doing like, okay, well, this sounds like a good thing. This sounds like what I should be doing or so-and-so says I should do, but it just really robs us of just the sweetness of being willing to take a risk and just yeah. take a leap of faith with the Lord and just watch him move, yeah. which has been such a cool thing in my own life. So I'm curious for you now, because you've been doing this community for a while, and I'm sure you have conversations with women all the time about these kinds of things. Like what are some of the common either challenges that they face or themes that you see coming up over and over again? That's such a good question because I think, everyone is so different, right? And we all have our own experience. Mm. And yet there's always like a similarity between what we're walking through, right? There's a connecting stream, mm. which has been super cool and eye opening to see. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that comes to mind is really the, as you kind of mentioned earlier, the self imposed pressures, I guess, whether it's from mm. yourself, or family, friends, whatever it is, that feeling like, the should, you know, is so strong. There's so many things I should be doing. And if my life isn't looking that way, then I'm failing. Um, mm. And I just had a conversation with a friend yesterday over coffee. And she was like, I feel like my life should look like X, Y, Z. And it doesn't. And I'm, mm. you know, on the receiving end of like questions from my parents about what's next for me. And I don't have those answers. And it's such a rocky place to be because at the same time she was like, but I feel like there's so much adventure and like, I'm so excited yeah. for what's to come. And so as I talk to people, I'm like, they experience that kind of like feeling of, I don't know where I'm going, no, or like what I'm doing. But at the same time, I've never felt more like alive and excited for what's to come, mm. which, you know, that duality is just beautiful and crazy within itself yeah. and that's something I'm learning yeah <laughs> like that duality never goes away <laughs> does it so right <laughs> um I think that's been huge but also at the same time the process of learning more about yourself and learning more about like who the Lord created you to be is such a lifelong journey and yeah you will have different seasons throughout your life right some seasons it's going to come really easy you're going to feel like in your mojo like I got this down like intentionally spending time with Jesus, like playing more, adventuring more, adhering to your hobbies, your passions. And other seasons, that's going to be the last thing on your mind. And you're not going to have time to do any of that. And the world is going to get heavy. And that's okay. And I think for us, we live in such a culture, and especially in this age of 20-somethings, of like, you have to have it together. And if you don't, then why bother, you know? And so yep. that pressure is really like, restricting and suffocating and I think it's really about getting in a conversation with other women and being like no 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 like that's what's preached to you maybe but that's not what the reality is for most people and to know that you're in good community with those that share along like those struggles is really what is pivotal and transformational I feel like um 
and even bigger than that, I would say a common theme is people looking for maybe identity, worth, wholeness in the wrong places. Um, mm. I think in your life, it'll be easy to turn to different things in different seasons. And sometimes God is going to be your go-to guy, you know, like he's yeah. going to be the foundation and um, the person that's really easy to talk to and hold hands with. And that's going to be beautiful. It's going to be great. And other seasons, that's not going to be so easy. And you could find yourself looking to other things to fill, to satisfy, to quench that thirst. But um, I think more often than not the people that I chat with and even myself like in full disclosure like I don't always seek Jesus first you know and it is important I think and I'm passionate about this to be honest with that fact because even though like I am a believer and I love the Lord and he is like my rock and my foundation that doesn't mean I'm the perfect Christian that just you know (laughs) gets it 100% of the time Um, and so walking alongside other women I'm like we are looking at different things and we get distracted by the shiny, pretty things and we run. And that's just kind of part of our nature. But at the end of the day, like the Lord brings you back um, and reminds you like what makes you actually whole, what brings you identity, what brings you worth. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, it'd really be the self-imposed pressures, um, feeling like you have to be one certain thing. Seasons, context of life can really rattle people. Um, and I think that can play a big part in how you're pursuing not only yourself and what your 20s look like, but also who Jesus is at his core, too. That's such a good point. I love that you brought up the piece about identity because, honestly, I feel like that may be the biggest struggle that you work through in your 20s, early 20s, especially, especially oh, yeah. for women, especially for young girls and young women. Is It's just such a – it's so interesting for me because even though I'm not that far removed from – the Gen Z population. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I have a sister who's nine years younger than me. And mm-hmm. so even watching her experience, it's so different. And there's almost like this influencer Christianity culture where it's like all of these young girls are watching these TikTok celebrities live their life and do all these things and get, you know, making their money online. And they're like, Oh, this is what I need to do to be successful or popular or get followers. And it's mm-hmm. like, that almost translates into our relationship with God where it's like, Oh, I need to do this and have the perfect devotional with my, you know, cute setup and like the, you know, all the things. And it's just yeah. like you said, feeling like, you know, there are times even for me, Jesus is not my first thought. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's it's really a struggle for me to hold on to what I believe is true and mm-hmm. to walk in faith. Like there are days when I'm like, I just want to have control over something. I can't even right. think about praying right now. I just want to, <laughs> you know, it's not mm-hmm. about being a perfect Christian. And I feel like so much of your early 20s when you figure out that identity is key for that because gosh, there's just so many voices telling you what you should do and what the expectations are. And then you're figuring out who you are. Like you mentioned, getting to know yourself is such Mm -hmm. a huge piece of understanding who God has created you to be and what he's calling you to. And so that mixed with the self-imposed pressures and the perfectionism ideas and all of that is just like, it's just a lot to sift through as a Mm -hmm. young person. And so, Mm -hmm. gosh, like looking back, I was such a wreck in my early (laughs) twenties because I just took on this role that I thought my parents expected of me, that leaders expected of me. I looked up to influencers or like 
whoever the it people were that I wanted to be like. And I was like, oh, I want to do what they're doing. So I need to talk like them. I need to look like them. I need to do what they do. And it Mm -hmm. took me so long to undo that and actually figure out who I am, what I need, what God is calling me to. And looking back, I just wish that I could tell my younger self, like, it's okay to be inspired by people. It's good to be inspired by people, to learn from people's journeys, but to feel like you have to be them in order to have the life that you want or to do those kinds of things and have joy and success, whatever. It's just, that will just lead you nowhere basically is what I wish I could tell myself because it really is just figuring out who you are. So when you have conversations with these women who are struggling with these things or just like processing through them really, how do you help people get to the point that you have gotten to of seeing your early 20s as a time to explore, just taking the pressure off and just enjoying that stage of life? Yeah, yeah, that's such a good question. And I want to piggyback real quick off of something you just said and talking about um, kind of, especially in the social media space, the Christian influencer vibe. I don't know what you'd call that phenomenon, whatever it may be. <laughs> but I just want to say, like, I agree like so wholeheartedly like that is something that's been a great pitfall to myself and I want to like give encouragement to people listening and this also ties to your question now um and it's that other people's journeys and other people's faiths don't take away from your own and I think Mm. that's been a huge lesson for me because I would see like those people those Christian influencers with like their cute devotional setup and going to church every Sunday, like their worship playlist was always on. And I was like, man, they like have it together. They're doing so good. <laughs> and it was like, hooray for them. But boy, do I suck. And that was kind of like the record that would play over and over again in my head of like, I need to do X, Y, Z. Um, because clearly I'm not doing enough as these people and these people have like the perfect space. Mm. <laughs> that's what I thought. Right. <laughs> and so now in my twenties, I'm able to look at that and, you know, cheer them on and be like, you go and I'm inspired and influenced by your faith. Right. But at the same time, it's now a lesson of that is your journey with the Lord. And there are things I don't see. There are things you don't post on social media. And for myself, like, who am I to compare my walk with Jesus with yours, right? Mm. And like, he knows your heart and he knows your own life story, whereas he knows my heart and he knows my own life story. And just because you see other people doing the most doesn't mean you're not doing the most that you can either. So I think that's been something that's, you know, still a day by day choice, to be quite honest, especially when you work in social media and those millions of voices kind of coming at you. Oh, yeah. Um. But I think kind of tying that back, it's really just this process of realizing that, guys, we can be honest with ourselves. And when I'm talking with other women, I don't have an answer for them a lot of the time, right? Like, I'm really there to just listen, because I think more often than not, you search and search for answers. And really, you just need to know that you're not alone in that walk in in that journey mm. and I will relate to you you know like I don't have an answer for yeah. you on how to maybe fix what you're walking through but I can be like girl me too <laughs> and yes. that more often than not I think has served to a greater degree than an answer would but 
I mean, this is going to sound so cliche, but it really does all come back to Jesus. And that is firmly just the truth. And I can't give advice, nor can I share stories that relate or help to heal or just be in community with unless Jesus is a part of that picture. Um, because without him and without God as your root, as you're navigating and sifting through all these things, like it won't make sense. And you're never going to get to a place where it's satisfying or even understandable. You could make it make sense, but only because you're trying. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think more than anything, it's really the practice of Jesus coming alongside other people and being a friend and a listening ear. That's really what I think this community is trying to do. It's not to like, you know, preach all the right answers and to give all the step-by-step instructions. It's just to be like, I'm here and I'm there for you and I'm here for you. And we're going to pray through this and walk through this together. And I think that has been the most healing and rewarding thing so far. That's amazing. I think that's really beautiful and so, so freeing because instead of, I have to figure out who I am. I have to figure out what I'm going to do. I have to have all the answers. I have to have my plan nailed down. It really is just about giving yourself permission to be in the process, yeah. giving yourself permission to fail, to make mistakes, to learn, to grow, and then just be in relationship with other people who can be in the process with you. Right. Those have been some of the most transformational seasons of my life is where I'm just like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then I am in community with other girls who are like, Hey, yeah, me neither. <laughs> let's just pray <laughs> together and be there for each other and just be in the process. And keep coming back to Jesus. And it's just been so sweet to kind of shake off all the shame or the uh, pressures, the ideas of perfectionism, all the things that tell us, oh no, you're, if you don't know who you are and what you're going to do with your life, like you're failing, you're running behind, you somehow don't measure up, you're, you know, not worthy, all of those things that just holds us back so much from the things, the good things God has for us that usually come when we're just willing to be in the mess of the process with him. Mm -hmm. So I love that. That's really, really cool that you do that in the community. What would you say are some key things for finding worth, identity, and purpose? Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing of all is knowing that God is your root and really doing your very best to choose that every single day and some days that's going to be easy and some days that's going to be hard but Mm -hmm. um your circumstances are going to change and your life seasons are going to shift and evolve and transform and that's such a beautiful part of this like lifelong journey um but the one thing that doesn't change is God and he is ultimately the missing piece of the questions you have um Mm -hmm. something that I've been trying to do a lot more is study him intentionally and study his word intentionally because consequently you're going to learn more about yourself because he's the one that designed you he's the one that created you and when you accept Jesus like there's a part of him that lives inside you you know and so spending that time with the Lord is really going to help strengthen that root and strengthen the beliefs that you have because you have all of these voices fighting for your attention, all of them fighting for your submission. But at the end of the day, like 
God's is the only one that matters. So when you're in your 20-somethings and you're trying to please yourself, you're trying to please parents, friends, family, like that's great and there's honor in that. But at the end of the day, the only voice that really matters is God's. And I firmly believe that your life and your purpose and your mission will look different, like in different seasons. You will probably do 10 different jobs throughout your entire life, you know? But at the end of the day, the core mission is the same, and that's to build God's kingdom and give Him glory and, and love His people. And as long as you're doing that, then I can promise you, friend, you're doing okay. <laughs> and I think, even just to give some encouragement in my time with, God and like studying his word and whatnot, which I will say, we just kind of got in that group. So, you know, have grace on yourself and <laughs> figuring out your routine. <laughs> but um I've just never have like realized like I knew where the disciples were and I understood that they were like followers of Jesus, his students. But in this past season I've really began to understand their humanity because it's just change the way I not only view myself but I view those like fellow Christian sisters and brothers around me and it's like mm. they struggled like Jesus was right there with them and they still had all the questions in the world like they yeah. made mistakes and didn't know what they were doing and yet they just chose to fall in like the only thing they were certain of is that like Jesus is everything and Jesus is who I'm holding on to right everything mm. else played out everything else didn't matter as much and it was okay for them to walk through questions and doubts and frustrations mm. and sadness and Jesus was like I still love you and I'm still here and so as I'm reading like the gospels I'm like that's so crazy because that's exactly what we're doing <laughs> you right know? And it's, it's like so obvious but also when you really take the time to like study it it just like hits so much deeper because you're like oh like that's me um, and mm. so I think that's just been an encouragement to myself. And so I wanted to share that with you guys because your humanity is not a surprise to Jesus, you know, and so your ebbs right. and flows are not a surprise and he loves you through all of them and he's gonna, you're going to get to where you need to be. I promise. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Man, that's so good. I've loved this. I love this conversation. I'm, it's so cool thinking back to my early twenties and just being like, you know what? We did a lot of trial and error and we tried a lot of different things, but I'm so thankful at the end of the day, looking back that I had people in my life who just empowered me to be in the process and not have feel like I have to have it all figured out, have to have all the answers. Cause you're right. It's not about having the answers. It's about knowing where to take your questions, I mm -hmm. guess. And so, man, that's so, so good. So before we go, I'm so curious, is there anything else you'd want to say to the 20 something ladies who are listening. Yeah, I think I just want to say you're doing great. <laughs> and I know it can feel like you're not a lot of the time, but I promise your very best is all that you can ask for yourself. And that will look different on different days. So have grace on yourself. And um, I encourage you to aim to spend time with the Lord, spend time with yourself intentionally. There are a lot of lies out there. So it's important to fill your mind with truth in order to combat those things and to root yourself and just know that you'll always have a cheerleader in Jesus. You'll always have a cheerleader in those around you. And ultimately that's all that really matters. And probably the thing that you're walking through right now won't matter in 
five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. I just want to encourage you guys that you're doing way better than you think you are. Um, and I'm so proud of you. And it's okay that all the questions don't have answers yet because I'm in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> same. <laughs> Love that. Well, Emma, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, for sharing your time, and then also for creating this community for women I just love what you're doing. It's really important. It's really needed. And I'm just so excited to see how your journey continues to unfold. And where can everybody else find you? Follow along, get connected, all the things. All the things. Well, thank you. Um, for those of you who want to find me on Instagram, I have a handle at it's Emma Fabros. And then I had a website constructed the past few months. Um, and so you can find that at becausheshole.com and you can learn more about the mission, about me and about what we're trying to do. Um, other than that, you can join our email list. It's a fun little party over there. We just give monthly encouragements and updates and all of those beautiful things. But more than anything, I just want you guys to come and say hello because I love making friends on there. So it's been so fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. Will you guys go give Emma a follow, get connected. She really is. I mean, honestly, and so inspiring. You've been inspiring me. It's just been so fun to watch your journey. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Byword Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.